What's happening, party people? How you doing? We're back. Guess who's back? Talking during movies is back. Listen, 2018, rough. We ended it out. We're done. Holidays are over. All that stuff is D-U-N done. And now we're back. We're kicking off 2019 because we want 2019 to be like done. Three letters. Rad. That's right. Rad. So, my boy, Bobby Cheatham, my new friend, Liz, we are all, we're getting together, we're having some fun, and we did Talking During Movies, rad. It is an instant classic, folks. Instant classic. You can't even find it. By the way, there's a reason you can't find it. You're going to go look for it, you can't find it, you're going to have to pirate it, you're going to have to pull it off of YouTube, you're going to have to do something. You want to know why? They didn't license the music. That's right, so they can't put it out on VHS or DVD or Laserdisc or Reel to Reel. It's it. So remember, when you're watching Send Me an Angel, ooh-wah-oo, ooh, Send Me an Angel, ooh-wah-oo, ooh, right now, right now. Yeah, that last song was a license. They just put that in the movie and said, fuck it, let's do it, let's party. So here we go. Let's kick off that song we all love. Let's get ready to get rad for 2019 so happy to be back cannot wait this is gonna be fun thank you all very much love you all very much don't forget to get at us at talking during movies on instagram at talk during movie on twitter talking during movies podcast at gmail.com on the email love you guys Dun, dun, dun. Ah, What's happening, party people? We've got a special, special, special day coming on. It is maybe one of the greatest movies of all time. Probably so, but before we get into the movie, I've already cracked open a beer. Bobby's got his uh, coconut water, fresh, uh, fresh from the coconut. He puts the lime in the coconut, he mixes it together. Puts the lime in the coconut, makes it all better. And joining us, our new friend, thanks to uh, Justin Foster. Liz, how are you? Great. Now you, one, you came prepared. And by prepared, I mean you're wearing the red shirt. Yes. And this is a movie that you're like, hey, have you watched Rad before? And I was like, mm, well, that's pretty much the most amazing movie ever. <laughs> As we met over coffee, and Bobby and you were talking, and it's like, oh, we can all, you know, we can do this movie. We can do Rad. It's a seminal film from, I think, all of our childhoods that everybody should see if they haven't already. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting because 
Yeah, Hal Needham. <laughs> Hal, uh, it's this is there was a moment in time when before there was skateboarding, there was BMXing. As skateboarding was trying to come up. Mm-hmm. BMXing jumped in front for a hot minute and just said, "Hold on a second. Remember bikes? Remember all the crazy evolutions we've had with the real big tire and the real tiny tire and." The 10 speed and, and, and we're, we're messengers in New York, Quicksilver style. Remember all that? Got something new for you. We're, we're going to take it down. We're going to get it really low. Way down. And when you slip, we're going to have to put a special foam bar in between so that you don't go childless for the rest of your life. And we're <laughs> or gonna put, toothless. Or toothless. Yeah. Talia Shire. It is, uh, the wow. cast in this is all star. I didn't realize that the girl from Full House or Fuller House was in this as well. She's the love interest. Uh, the reason you guys probably can't find this movie online real quick is because, uh, well, they didn't get the music licensing rights. So <laughs> they just said, fuck it, and went after things. And uh, Bobby, you can speak to that. I like their moxie. You like their so moxie? It, you know? <laughs> Bobby's like, it's not my song. We'll I like figure their this shit out later, okay? Do you think BMX will make a comeback? Before we get balls deep into this film, which did you know? Fun fact about this movie: "Balls Out" was actually the working title for Red. Balls Out was that. the working title. Yes. Yeah, that's not going to make it in a, in a in a Nancy Reagan era of just say no, and a Tipper Gore era of can we put a warning label on that record, please? Like people forget that Tipper Gore tried to fuck fuck up what you listen to. Right. It's like, how about we just edit all the songs? How about the First Amendment really doesn't mean what it's supposed to mean? I mean, not to music. No. It does to me when I'm trying to tell you what I want you to hear. <laughs> yes. Then the First Amendment applies, 100%. <laughs> However, when it comes to music and movies, hard pause, I'm going to have to say no to you on that. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's the beauty of the program, right? Uh, balls out. I like that better. Uh, this movie probably... I believe some of the musical artists would have been like, eh, I like Balls Out. I'm just going to give you the rights now. Take them. Does that does that ever end? Will those musical rights ever end where this movie could be re-released? And like, can you imagine a time when there's the Jetsons and everyone's flying around just fat and lazy and just never exercises, going around like, have you seen this movie? They just released it. It's called Rad. What? Yeah. They use a bike, a bu- bu- bicycle? I think is what they call it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're crazy. They're in, they're in tunnels. You can't ride a car through that tunnel. Rad, but on bird scooters. No. I'm going to say no to that right now. <laughs> and, and I if think it gets made, I'm, I'm going to, you're in trouble. <laughs> if you think Get you out of my house. <laughs> yeah. All right. I already saw the parkour movie, and that was fucking dumb. <laughs> There's a parkour movie? Yeah. It's this guy's like, yeah, I was a messenger liver, and then uh, someone stole my bike, so I'm running around now. Mm-hmm. And I saw these people, and they're kind of running, but they're jumping from building to building. Someone's trying to kill me now because I delivered the wrong letter. Dun, dun, dun. Dum, dum. So here's the problem. This, it's okay to have shitty movies in the 80s because we had shitty fashion and arguably some fairly shitty music. I happen to like the fashion of the 80s. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, I would be tight rolling my blue jeans right now if I could. So that's bad. I do have a neon shirt too that says San Antonio, my hometown. So how dare you? How dare I? I uh, in Montana, well, see, you didn't grow up. My mother was uh, crazy. I've like, elaborated on this quite a bit as the craziness of my mom. I don't think I've told this story before, though. My mom, uh, oh, by the way, if you hear that, I'm chewing gum. Yeah, I'm a professional. It's fine. I'm going to spit it out when I finish this beer. Uh, and you're like, gum and beer, is that good? It's good to me. Mind your business. Uh, so my mom, 
she decided, I don't know if you know, know about this, this technological advancement of the 80s, she would read, she did this magnifying glass, this special light, she'd read your eye. And then she'd put it up to this other chart. And this other chart would go to this other chart. And it would give you your season or your color area, the colors that you your skin and tones responded to best. So I was in autumn. So my mom dressed me up like Indiana Jones, yeah. just in khakis and light browns. Amazing. Did you get a whip? Oh, I wish. Yeah. You, don't trust a, really cool. you don't trust a fat kid who gets picked on with a whip, okay? Because <laughs> he's, he's only going to lose his eye. It's not like someone else is going to get whipped, all right? I'm, I'm going to be passionate of the Christ myself. Just, oh, God. Ah, damn it. Wrong again. So I had that. And then just, call Jepson. Just, out of, just out of luck... My partnering season was spring. So when I wasn't dressed like Indiana Jones, I was dressed like a fucking Easter egg. I'd be like, Mom, can I get that black t-shirt? Oh, honey, I would love to. It's not in your color wheel. See, your color wheel is really what... It, it brings the best colors to you. But the best colors to me? This is not the best colors to me. Mauve and pink with a tan beret is not good. All right? I, I mean, I'm just getting beat up at school. So the, the struggle of the fashion of the 80s where you can embrace it because your parents weren't going, oh, I'd like to buy you that. It's not in your color wheel. Sorry, champ. Well, mm -hmm. I knew about doing your colors. I just didn't realize that people did it for Torture? adolescent boys. Yeah. <laughs> for adolescent. I didn't realize there was an adolescent boy market. There wasn't. There, there wasn't. <laughs> your mom single-handedly <laughs> She killed that market. Mom. Her favorite song was A Boy Named Sue by Johnny Cash. That's she was right. just trying to toughen you up. Trying to toughen me up a little bit. He's like, you're not fat. You're just big bones. There's mm -hmm. one big porous bone right across the center of my body. Oh. It just keeps going. No, I was fat. Like legit fat. Legit fat. I yeah. was too. My mom just wouldn't admit it. Uh, did you? Um, <laughs> my nickname was Butterball Bobby when I was a kid. Butterball oh. Bobby. Brown little baby. <laughs> Butterball Bobby. Now, in this uh, Butterball Bobby, I don't think there's a. You know, would you have done this as a kid? Would you have ridden up? First of all, you've got to really tra trust your your the driver man. of the dry, of the garbage look how chill he is yeah, yeah. Those at home maybe that's just like his uncle or something and they've been like practicing this for 10 years he's on his paper route he just rode up a garbage truck and is now riding through a convenience store as one does i just all the whole time i watched this the only thing i thought of was jock itch how sweaty how just he's in jeans now, the whole there's time there's an alternate title they didn't consider jock itch crew jones the story of jock itch and Ray mm -hmm. Walston. This really is a star-studded cast. Mm -hmm. It is. This is a good... They got the Hell Track coming up, 7-Eleven. There's a lot of name dropping. Uh, watch your toes in this movie. You got USA Today. You got 7-Eleven. Mongoose comes up a little bit later on. Yep. They uh, they really go after it. This is before you would actually brand for branding. Mm -hmm. <laughs> for branding's sake. But they went after They did a good job. He's, yep. uh, he's late as usual. He's always late, but he's always having fun. He got hit by a car. Lady didn't even notice. That's fun. That's fun. I think that that, uh, I don't think this movie could get made today like that. It would, uh, you know, insensitive to the female drivers. You can't have that. But he's always, I, I don't, hey, whoa, bro, not cool. See, uh, the preppy guys, bro, not cool. Here comes his buddies who can't jump as well. <laughs> they, 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 they don't get as high. Like, he clears everyone's heads and his uh, other buddies like, yeah, put a piece of paper down, bro. Dare you. Yeah. I'll clear it. I will clear your knee height. Were you allowed to ride your bike or, uh, you know, just grabbing asses? Hey, you can't do that today. See, uh, were you allowed to uh, to ride your bike to school, Bobby, as a kid? Did you ride your bike to school? Or did you have to take the bus or did your parents drop you off? 
Mm, well, I had a couple different settings. Uh, one, I could not ride my bike to school because it was about 27 miles. And on a single speed, it's not really happening. I mean, if, if you want to make excuses, that's a good one. That's, that's my excuse. <laughs> um, the other one, no, I think I walked to school, but then I would walk home. 27 would, miles? Well, no, the other school that oh, I went the other to, school. it was okay. blocks. It was like, blocks. You won't ride your bike. But you're like, I will be David Carradine like Kane and Kung Fu, and I will walk to school and teach people lessons along the one way. One school was three blocks. The other school was 27 miles. Jeez. The one that was close, I would just walk to, and then I'd yeah. walk home and then ride my bike after school. Liz, I, were you a bike rider? Uh, no. I Elementary school was close enough to walk. It was down the street. Junior high took the bus. High school was walking and driving. Nice. Did y'all have bike rodeos at your school? Bike Remember rodeos? bike rodeo? No. no. Y'all didn't have this? Oh, San Antonio just got cooler. Okay, so we had bike rodeos. Well, and it'd be like the last day of school or last week of school um, in like your elementary school years, like fourth, fifth grade kind of stuff. Anyway, everyone would bring their bike and they'd set up an obstacle course like on the like basketball court, asphalt, wherever they had everything. And so there was certain drills, like there would be a sprint drill, you know, so starting who could, you know, get to the end fastest. They had the cone drill, which is where you weaved in and out, you know, kind of like a snake. Right. And then they would have the, the, the hardest one, which was who could balance on the bike without moving. For the longest period of time. This is like low-level hell track. This is yeah. Yeah, elementary school. That's it was, awesome. It was everything. I prepared for the bike. Did you, did you have a younger year. principal? And he's just like, you know, you guys, I got an idea. We're gonna really engage with these kids. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna get them where they need to be got. And that's at the bicycle seat. Yeah. And so that day, I did ride my bike to school because it was months. bike rodeo. No, this was the three <laughs> this is elementary school. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe y'all had bike rodeos. I really no. feel like y'all should go back to your childhood and demand the bike rodeos. Yeah, demand the bike rodeo. I would ride eight miles in the morning uh, down a four lane highway, right on the edge. There was no shoulder. Four lane highway that turned into two that took me right to uh, grade school, fifth grade through eighth grade. I rode my bike, almost, except for when it was snowing almost every day. And then would ride back home. Uh, that's also how I got hit by a car. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we were riding down, riding down my my buddy's driveway that went right to the four lane highway. We'd jump, power slide, so it'd kick up a whole bunch of dirt. And then we'd wave to the cars because that's safe and cool. Four lane highway, hundred percent. You're like, hey there, oh Jesus, oh, hi Tom. Okay, good to see you. It's no less safe power sliding in the driveway is not nearly as cool as power sliding on the highway. On the highway, yeah. Yeah. And, and waving to cars. My chain fell off, so I couldn't. I went to brake to power slide, and my my I just spun. And then I just slid on the gravel that stayed upright, and the car came and hit me right on the side, took out the front windshield, took out the top, the antenna went through the back of my head, broke out the back windshield, broke open the trunk, rolled down the highway. And in testament to my superhero strength of never having a hangover and not knowing what jet lag is, I also did not break a bone in my body. And I was sent home from the hospital 45 short minutes later. Oh my God. He's fine. <laughs> Just give him some Cheerios. You know what that boy needs? A shower and a little pick-me-up. All right? A little bit of no more tears, son. It's a couple of scrapes and bruises. We pulled the antenna out. It was barely at the base of your skull. You're fine. And if you have nightmares, that's just your brain reliving the traumatic experience of getting hit by a car. Thanks, Doc. Oh <laughs> Dr. Uh, Phil's from Montana. Montana. This is just... At its finest. At its finest. Kicks, product placement. Kicks. Mm. Did you have what was your favorite cereal growing up as a kid, Liz? 
Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I could put away a box of that, no problem, in one sitting. Ooh. What about you? Me? Uh, I had a couple. During the uh, holiday season, it was always uh, Count Chocula from mm-hmm. Burberry. Mm-hmm. Just the, the go-to. But my all-time jam was Captain Crunch Crunch Berries. Okay. And, uh, rip up the roof of your mouth. It will. It gives you something to totally. do when you're, when you're bored and uneducated in Montana. Now with the crunch berries, did you eat all of the Captain Crunch and then set off the berries almost like they yeah. were dessert? Yeah. And eat oh, those last? Yeah, because yeah, that, <laughs> that those had extra special sugar. Yeah. It was all just sugar and shit. Right. But those were extra special sugar and shit. We would do. We would get that, and then they came out with that bullshit. Oops, all berries. No, you make a kid work for his berries. Sometimes you pour a bowl of crunch berries, and you get ten. Sometimes you get twenty. Sometimes you get five. Mm-hmm. So you gotta shake that box up before you pour it out. Yeah. Just play like a champion. <laughs> I've I have the best cereal of all because it had magical powers. Um, it's the only cereal that could transform regular milk into chocolate milk, which is Cocoa Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles. So you pour a bowl of Cocoa Pebbles. You pour in regular milk. You eat all the cereal out. And what's left? Chocolate milk. So you don't pour the milk in the bowl first and then add the cereal? Oh, no. 100%. I do the cereal <laughs> and then the milk. What kind of masochist am I? No. <laughs> you, you looked at me like, there was a second where you forgot that I wasn't serious about life. And you're like, I'm sorry. What did you say to me? I'm gonna, <laughs> we're going to end man? this interview right now. <laughs> My, my favorite uh, holiday of the year, to this cereal point, is uh, Halloween. Not because what most people would think, right? Mm-hmm. Which is girls get dressed up in slutty costumes. Yeah. That's a good reason. Or boys. Or, yeah. do that too. <laughs> 100%. Or all the candy, right? People love the candy. But when I was a kid, I got this, I, I really loved cereal. And I really loved milk. And mm-hmm. I had this agreement with my dad that one day a year, I could have almost unlimited milk and cereal. So what I would do, you know the um, the the jack o' lanterns, the plastic things that you go trick or treating in. Yeah, you fill with cereal and milk. You fill up with all the candy. I would put a whole box of cocoa pebbles in that the next day and a half a gallon of milk, and that was my day after Halloween like treat to myself. My dad let me do it one time a year. And uh, that was that was great memories. In fact, I need to go back there. I need need to go back and visit that. Do you remember Cookie Crisps? Yeah. The yeah, little hard. It's like really these good. cookies are so shitty we can't sell them on the shelf. Yeah. But if you put if you soak them in milk for about 10, 20 minutes, right? And then and then oh. then parents are like, yeah, I'm gonna try to trick my little fat kid into getting healthy. Have you tried frosted mini wheats? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just gonna shit sugar all day. Like this is colon this is, blow. This yeah. is colon blow with a dash of sugar. Thanks. Uh-huh. This is the '80s when people didn't know about carbs yet, and. You know, the truth about sugar wasn't out. Well, the right. truth about sugar was out. It was just a big lie. They, 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 the association did a good job. They, they, right. they paid all these scientists to be like, oh, sugar is good for you. It's fat that's bad. I don't know about y'all, but we, my mom prevented us from having sugar cereal most of the years. So when we did get it, my brother and I, it was just like two cave people. We would just like... <laughs> How fast could we ingest it? It was just like a speed test. Like, uh-huh. oh, so a box of cereal would last 45 minutes. Top and then and you look in there the next morning, you're like, oh, good, grape nuts. Fuck. Yeah. Grape worst nuts. cereal worst ever. <laughs> 100% grape nuts, the worst cereal. The box weighs about eight pounds. Right. So you I'll know what that's going to make you feel like. Your ounce to dollar ratio, though, is prime. It's like mm-hmm. one-tenth of a cent for your ounce to dollar. When you look at the thing, it's like three ninety five for grape nuts. You're like, what's that cost per ounce? One-tenth of a cent. Pick up the box. I just hand it to my kid. She just falls to the ground. Dad, this is heavy. <laughs> Work! 
So, uh, no, you blimp. I'm meditating. I'm Best meditating. line of the movie. Mm-hmm. Wesley. His little sister is awesome. This kid with no soul. She's hilarious. She drops the bullshit bomb. She's like, take it back. My brother's the best. She just starts going blows. She's tough. She's got the pigtails. And look at that little redheaded kid. What a little asshole. She's going to... With, oh, there she goes. Oh, Go the, the shins. shins. I thought she's going for the shins, which I think is weird. I don't understand that move. Can you really kick that hard to the shins? When you're that height, I guess that's the highest you can get. I guess so. Um, did you ever go tandem on the bike? Like, you know, you have a buddy or a friend, right? Ride the front handlebars. Oh, stand up. Yeah. Like she's standing on the backpacks, which was the best part about the backpacks. I had a friend, uh, Chip Little Dog, his family, Chip Little Dog, his uh, family owned a, uh, a donut store. So we would ride our bikes together. I'd ride my bike down there and meet him down there. Cause he'd be working there in the morning at like four in the morning, getting donuts ready. And then we'd get a couple of free donuts. Well, Chip would get four. He'd give me two. Chip, big, big boy Chip Little Dog was. Mm-hmm. Chip wanted to get in shape like me so that he wasn't as, you know, I wasn't as round as him. And he's like, oh, just have Jason's body. You know, I'm like, well, it takes a lot of work. A lot of bike riding. <laughs> so, <laughs> listen, to, the hospital. To, uh, to have a 34-inch waist in the fifth grade, that takes a lot of work. <laughs> Chip's like, well, I've got a 52, so how are we going to do this? So one day we're riding back home. And usually I'd put him on the back of my bike and ride him to his driveway and walk up his driveway. I said, Chip, I think you can jog home today, and I'll ride next to you. Oh, <laughs> Chip, little dog. <laughs> he jogged all the way home. You had a friend with a donut hookup? Like, for kids, <laughs> for... sugar is your drug. That's the only currency you have Yeah, a child. Yeah, true. Rocky, Rocky's wife is in this one. I think this is a post-divorce. Yep. When she's now raising BMXers. Yeah. We don't, which you don't know about this movie. Fun fact, Crew is Rocky's child. He's um, denounced boxing. He's going after BMXers. Mm-hmm. And that little girl, she's going to do kickboxing. And I think Rocky's wife had an affair with John Cusack. Say anything reference, you're welcome. It's all coming together. <laughs> kickboxing, sport of the future. I would do that movie, but it's so fucking depressing. And I, what, I'm just going to have someone sit here and talk with you for two hours about bad relationships? <laughs> just, hey, hey, I'm going to have to post the suicide prevention line before, middle, and after the, the podcast. Be like, mm-hmm. by the way... <laughs> Hang on. This doesn't get any easier, kids. It's get a little dark, yeah. So, uh, what was the thing in your lives that, uh, or, or has there been anything in your life where you skipped the traditional route and went after something? Like, Crew is skipping his SATs. We already know. I mean, his mom's like, no, you're not. Spoil. Listen, if you can't read foreshadowing in this 80s movie, don't watch movies anymore, right? Go back to cartoons. Start with He-Man. Maybe a little G.I. Joe, all right? Um, he's a real American hero. But the little foreshadowing, you know, you can see it in his face. He's going to skip his SATs because he knows that his dead dad would let him do it. That's a poor excuse. Just because you like to ride bikes. You don't have to think about anything else. So what was the things in your, in your guys' life, or has there been anything where it was just like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buck trends and, uh, and go after it and not care? My... Parents got a pool table, mm-hmm. and that was around the same time that I discovered Sharpies, and uh, I would trace my dad's sick letter, like my kid can't go to school today because he's sick. I would trace his writing in a Sharpie and then put another piece of paper on top of it and trace and write a new sick letter and just put a new date on it and change a couple words here and there. 
And now I could write exactly like him. I mean, every single letter. And uh, I would go to school. I would pretend to go to school. And me and three or four of my friends would meet outside of school. And then we would just <laughs> get a ride back to my house and we'd play pool all day. 27 miles? Yep. 100%. So we would just sit around and play pool all day. And then we would pretend Did to you go get good? back to school. Yeah, sure. I mean, good for... Your age? Uh, you know, I don't know. Was your dad a good? Was your dad a good player? He wasn't a good player. I mean, he's all right, but he's not a great player, you know. So then I remember doing that a bunch, you know, like how many sick days can you really get away with it? And yeah. that's what I'd write those notes, and then me and my buddies. Your would dad's get a cop. Pool. I know, but they would be gone working, and they worked the other direction. So we lived in between Floresville and San Antonio, and Floresville is twenty five mile, twenty seven miles to the south, and he they worked in San Antonio to the north. So they would take off for. For work and I would just play pool with my buddies. Liz, awesome. something non-traditional. Uh, well, after college, I came back to my then hometown, which is Boise, Idaho. Um, Shout out to Boise, whoop. supermarket capital of the United States. More billionaires <laughs> per capita in Boise than any other city, and it's in a little place called not Utah, Idaho. True. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let it sink in. Marinate. So, being in your 20s in Idaho is like when you get married. I mean, high LDS population, everybody gets married young. It's just a thing to do. You get married at 21, you start having kids. I wasn't interested. Um, so, yeah, all through my 20s was just like kind of a clusterfuck of just feeling bad about myself. I went back to school. Um, and I got married late, I guess, relatively. I was 36. So that's pretty it's old. Normal age. Pretty old. Right. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, Montana, same thing. It's just, the, I think it's, some of it's actually that culture there. If you're not popping kids out. I have friends, but their kids are dubbed, they're grandparents. Yeah. 45 and their grandparents. No, well, some of these people I know who got married in their early 20s or teens are all now on their second, some on their third marriages, and they're my age. Well, <laughs> listen, it's good to knock it out the first time, just, just to please the family. <laughs> There's a lot of things you wanted. Sometimes you'll be like, hey, mom, dad, I, I did it all for you. We did it all for love. Right? Um, I mean, I've done, I think everything I've done is counterintuitive. <laughs> I'd like to find the, the one, the one thing I did that was intuitive. That was like the question for you. Yeah, Jason, what's the one thing you did like by the book? Right. By the book, I graduated college and I went to work for Hertz Local Edition and I rented cars for a year and a half. Wow. Until they fired me because I got, a, I had a company car. They said, here, you can take any car and drive it around. It's yours. You get a car, drive around. And so I took it for the weekend, and I drove to Montana. That, that wasn't allowed? That was a fireable offense? Well, yeah, they meant local. It's in the name. <laughs> I put 4,000 miles on it in 52 hours. <laughs> and then one time I took a convertible Mustang to Vegas with my buddies. thought that was fun. I just had incentive program. I was good at it, but yeah, that was probably the only, but I, I quit that. Or I got fired from that job, worked uh, with the beer company, and then I just would whimsically do whatever I wanted to do, and I still kind of do. I don't know. It's a good way to be. Mm -hmm. It's a good way to be. I mean, you know, it can create stress, but it also creates fun, I guess. Christian Hollings. Christian Hollings. Ooh. And hey, bro, whoa, whoa. No, you're going to fuck up that car. 
There's every car, every car in this city has, has a dent down the middle. Right. And there's no hood that's that strong. <clears throat> Crew Jones shenanigans. Crew Jones shenanigans. Keeping the auto body shops in heavy business. Uh, yeah, this is just... So we're getting to the point of the movie where this is small town USA. Bobby doesn't understand this big city life, San Antonio with his... Hey, Floresville had 4,000 people, okay? That's where I graduated. I spent half my school there and half in the big city. So I can relate halfway. You can ha- partially relate. Exactly. Um, one, this I, I like how this guy is showing off to this, this other guy. Uh, look at that hair. Can we talk about that hair? Did, Liz, did I, you... Oh, the 80s, well, and the early 90s were a rough time. For I hair? For, for <laughs> hair... For fashion, yeah, but I think, yeah, to a greater extent, hair. I mean, look at this. It's what happened? Just... What happened to bangs? We brought I, this is this has been a talking point on this show quite a bit. The volume has come way down, and the I'm volume. waiting for the minute when this this giant teased bang trend comes back because you know it's going to. It all comes it has circle. To. So just wait. Just wait. It's coming back. I think 2019, it's 2019. Maybe is that the year? I don't know. Yeah. I think it's interesting that. In that moment, right? You've got the cute girl in the in the vehicle from Full House that smiles at him. She's like, hey, how are you? And then you've got a girl that, in my humble opinion, is less attractive than her. And he's doing bike tricks. Like, all he does is smile back. And they're like, hey, how are you? Oh, do you drive? Yeah, I just drive a bike. You know, he's like, oh, I don't know if in his mind. You, you, you jump in his mind and think, oh, man, that girl drives on four wheels. Shh. Not my speed. And then he's got a girl walking. He's like, well, I mean, two feet, two wheels. I'm going to show off my bike tricks and hopefully get her to go to the dance with me. She's like, dude, I'm going to the dance. With me? Cool. She's like, no, not with you, asshole. I just, I find it, that's the weird, that's the probably the poorly written part about this movie. Where he's like, he puts all this effort into this girl, this one girl. But then there's this hot girl being like, hey, dog. And he's like, what's up? I'm going to go fuck up a car real quick. Just show you what I can do to your car if you don't mind your P's and Q's. (laughs) Give me a minute, I will fuck that car up right quick. I'm in a tuxedo, and I'm still riding a bike. This, he has to be the smelliest kid in school. Maybe the most talented, also the smelliest. I mean, I even look at a bike, and I start pitting out. Yeah. It's not fair. And they've got the Corvette. What was, uh, when you were in the 80s, Bobby, okay, let's go 90s, because you were born in the 80s, youngster. Um, Well, first of all, can we talk about these outfits again real real quick? Uh, who dresses like Lots Star of Trek? white pants. Well, okay, lots of white I, pants and white t-shirts. I believe this is after are, are, are they painting a house? Well, well look at say, the only people, the look only dudes that wear yes. white pants and white shirts these days. Rod and Rex's outfits are amazing. So the twins in this movie. Yes. So these two douchey BMX riding twins that always dress alike. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Big shoulder pads. Bad Bart Taylor's date is... Ugh. Oh, give me just a... Bad Bart Taylor. So Bad Bart Taylor is Bart Connor, the <laughs> gymnast, fittingly. He plays a good villain, I have to say. He is someone I would want to kick in the crotch. In, in the white pants. Someone crotch. I would want to kick yeah. in the white pants. Look, I like the twins. The least romantic kisses to all these girls. Even Bad Bart. Oh, there we go. It's kind of like that. Synchronized dances. This is so 80s. It's oh. painful. Amazing. Good pass out the condoms. They, it's getting me steamy. What are they drinking? Oh, remember they snuck in the booze. Oh, really? Yeah, they, and this is this. They're like, hey, hey, buddy. I kind of want this seabird onesie that she has. It is pretty amazing. I, I wanna, I want Bart's outfit. I like the tank top with the jacket. 
It's very Don Johnson. It is very you, Don you, Johnson. You need a better tan. Wow, I, well, Jason. Yeah, I'm not going to get a tan. I'm Irish. I drink in dark bars. Well, you need all your freckles to congeal them. Yeah, they do. Look at these guys. Oh, just gonna do push-ups by uh by Zebra Girl. <laughs> push-up, push. Oh, whoa, hey, bro, that's it's not like a push-up. Push push push-up combo. Yeah. A... Feats of athletic prowess. Ooh, her hair, man, it just looks so bad. So great. Well, well, they're well, they're out there dancing. He is entertaining the crowd. Our friend is entertaining the crowd with his bike dance moves, and now oh, and he's caught her eye. She's running to get her bike. Yeah, in her white pants. Mm-hmm. And it's after pants Labor Day. Pants. White pants and bikes don't mix. Oh, oh she is always over oh. his bike. Ooh, ooh, me? Who me? Lori Lachlan has not aged. Lori Lachlan, so with, without the bangs, you follow me. A light feather and a bob, you follow me. Come on. Let's go. Let's do it. So. This scene, so. If Send Me an Angel couldn't get licensed, is there another song that could have... I Want to Ride My Bicycle by Queen? <laughs> the obvious choice, of course. It's Hip to Be Square, Huey Lewis in the News. Was that already out? That. 86. So what was out in 86? When did sports come out? 84? Yeah, totally. That would have fit. Uh, hip, uh, hip to Be Square wasn't on sports. Really? Nope. Damn. Uh, but you could have done I Want a New Drug. I think that's a romantic song. You mean um, the Ghostbusters song? Actually, or or what about what about if you, what if they did? We'll just stay with the Huey Lewis theme here for really quick. What if they did "Happy to Be Stuck with You"? Yes, it's true. And he's yes, like, "Yes, it's, it's true. true. I'm so oh happy to be stuck with you." Now the mood of this, I think, requires a minor key. So you got. I don't know what that is. So, Bobby. Not as happy, right? Mysterious, dark. How come they never show her fully on the bike? Look at her extent. Because she, okay, Send me an angel. She's on the bike, which is on a track, which is running. Is it nailed down yes. to the track? Yes. I've seen this movie so many times, I don't even need the song. It's automatically playing in my head. I have it on a playlist in my car right now, and I'm not kidding. I Are listen gonna... to this song unironically. Yeah, she's. I mean, wow! You never her it, clearly that, male stuntman. She's got yeah. like a broad-shouldered like dude in a wig. Mm-hmm. It's barely clearly. I like. I like stunts. the the drunk guy who owns Hell Track who's talking to the guy going, "Who's this sponsored by? Who's this kid? Who's the kid sponsored by? I don't know. It's your fucking job to know. You just go find out who's sponsored by. <laughs> Send me an angel. <laughs> Look to at him fair. go. You know, he did three this other BMX bike movies. The Crew Kid did. Did he really? I mean, look at his IMBD. There he is, scared. Uh, 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 and then... See, I didn't know that Hal Needham, in addition to directing this and Smokey and the Bandit and some other forgettable classics. classics, he's a stuntman. So this might have been, like, his passion project. He was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to make a movie about BMX riding. Well, they had made Jim Cotta and taken that away from him. So, <laughs> I don't know actually what so, Jim Cotta was made. That's... In high school. So oh, are I, they going to hold hands? Yeah, they hold hands oh, and they do. Oh, it's romance. Hashtag romance. romance. Look at that. Um, all of this, what, BMXing, two things always come to my mind. How about, good job blinding out her face. Mm-hmm. But two things always when I look at BMXing come to mind. One, if you fall, you could blow out an appendix. And two, every move looks uncomfortable. There's not a move besides even riding it because it's a fixed gear. 
There's nothing comfortable at the start, the stop. Oh, get up on the table, son. For you that aren't watching this, because it's free online, but you're not really going to find it anywhere else. Uh, in fact, if you go to Amazon and search Rad Movie, the first movie that comes up is Gleaming the Cube. Good movie, but... Um, but not as good. Not, not nearly good. even the same... We get a little cameo from Tony Hawk. We get one song from the band from Steve Taylor, Chicago Guevara. Uh, you get a run from Bad Guys on a skateboard. Just as improbable as this show. But doesn't hold a candle to Brad. Doesn't hold a candle. I have to say. Yeah, the balance beam move is... See, there it is. Shaky McShakerson. Look at that. None of this looks comfortable. None of it does. All these bikes are so small. Like... There, send him an angel. Look at him. He's like, ladies, ladies, have you seen the angel? Here I am, a little shaky. Let me get around real quick. Their moves, the way they lay down on these bikes and slide around, it is a form of Cirque du Soleil erotica on a bicycle. Cirque du Soleil, if you will. <laughs> that was perfect. Well, that was perfect. Well played. Be here all day. How big did they get this gym? Look how much bigger this gym got. And this gym got spotlights. Remember dance when you were in high school? They have spotlights. They have shit shining down randomly. No, there was a banner in the gym and a so lot of dance. sweaty, awkward teens yep. doing like the awkward... The, the ruler dance? Keep, yes, the keep the appropriate distance between mm -hmm. you dance. Mm -hmm. And there was always some skanky couple just grinding, Doing making getting, out. just getting down in the middle of the dance floor. Yeah. Just couldn't keep their hands off each other. Oh, yeah, with the get down, get down, get out of there. Malcolm doesn't jump on the way out. He just rides his bike as fast as he can, just running away from passion and desire. See, this is what I don't Stay get. Stay focused. It's just plain hard to get. Crew. Catch me if you can. Oh. After this movie came out, I instantly G wanted a GT Dino bike, which I got. It was it was like a dark royal blue with the white plastic tri mags and it has front and back pegs and it had the gyro neck too where you could spin the the wheel over and over and the and the uh, brake cables never got tangled oh, up. Oh yeah, lady, hundred percent. And I tried to do all of these moves and then never did any of them. But I tried a lot and uh, that bike was amazing. And this movie brings me back. So I saw this movie for the first time. I think my mom rented it for us on VHS. The number two rented video for four years in a row from 85 through 89 nationwide. Was it this? Was this, yes. Wow. We'll see. Half of those had to be our family. <laughs> but in high school, it, we had a resurgence. A group of friends of mine and I would watch this and break in as like a double feature ad nauseum. We thought it was so great. And then just for the late night, just, just, just Princess Bride. Just throw that in the mix. Just to keep things random and weird. But yeah, breakdancing and, and BMX bikes. Big in the 80s. Huge in the 80s. Waiting for a real resurgence. It is, um, so... Bikini I, Girls. Bikini Girls. You have mm -hmm. Bikini Girls. It's, this is every 80s movie trope in one film. It's mm -hmm. pretty great. I like his helmet. Safety first. Worried about concussions. It looks like worried a about, hockey mask. Worried about it's injuring lacrosse. himself. It's lacrosse, right? Yeah. It's a lacrosse helmet. And she's like, hey, listen, even if you land it, you're still going to wreck. You need to take those, those mattresses off and just go for it. He's amazing. Sure. Permanent spinal damage. Did y'all yeah. ever, did y'all ever uh, build a, build a bike ramp as a kid? Yeah. The one that I went on the highway and got hit by a car with. You, it was a little ramp, jump, mm -hmm. slide, yep, yeah. 
We would we would do stuff. Uh, the problem is I didn't understand vert. All of my bike ramps were just a straight diagonal. Like it was just a straight ramp. There was no vert and curve to it. And I could never get in the air. And I didn't understand why. And none of my <laughs> friends were smart enough to say, hey, it should have a little bit of a bend. Like a little, a little bit of a bend. Yeah. No one, no one knew that. Well, I mean, it was way before the years of dip, trip, flip, Fantasia. Hey, but can we oh, talk about the timing? Talk about the timing of dip, trip, flip, Fantasia, and then he nails it? He totally just nailed that. Uh, this is a scene I don't understand. And I don't understand it for a lot of reasons. One, I get budding romance. And then, you know, she's got her number one. He doesn't have a number. Mm -hmm. She's in a juicy couture, loose-fitting jumper. I call it more a Golden suit. Girl's windsuit. Yeah, it's a Golden, Golden Girl's, Girl's windsuit. That's a great... <laughs> what, is, what is he in? He's got a smell again. When I rewatched this movie the other night, all I thought of was how bad he must smell all the time. <laughs> He's a teen boy with no acne. God knows how. All he does is ride. Always in sweatshirts, riding his bike a hundred miles an hour. Yeah, ostensibly this takes place in California. They filmed it in Canada, so I'm sure you know it's weather appropriate mm. here. But he has to just. He has stink. to. And then he gets off the road. He's like, "Come on, follow me. We're gonna ride." But have you ridden a bike just through grass? It's hard. <laughs> it's bullshit. This is you why we have trails. Everywhere. Yeah. But this, they gotta set up the ass sliding scene, which is like. Uh, which he actually, it's at, folks. He's like, that's what we're going to do. What? Fully clothed. We're going to ass slide. I'm like, what's ass sliding? Oh, we're going to get on this fucked up water slide. We're going to get in the sewer. Yeah, we're just going to get in the sewer and, hey, sewer kids. <laughs> we're like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's pretty amazing. This is, yeah. I like how they're clothed. I mean, who this is my problem. would do that? In her, in her Juicy Couture Golden Girls. Gonna hybrid the whole thing out. Well, I mean, you would at least get down to like underwear, like bra, panties. Kind not, of thing. not with it. Not in this era when Tipper Gore is watching this. And they probably had a scene with them in their bra and panties. She goes, "Can you reshoot that and just yeah. have them fully clothed, please?" Right. That's how God would want them. See, it's it never occurred to me that like these are BMX riders, people that do things that are you know thrill seeking and exciting and dangerous. Mm -hmm. Why would this be exciting to them? And you know? they're still in their clothes. Yeah, fully oh. clothed, just, and they're just throwing wet rocks in is... the fall. No, this looks miserable. Miserable. There's one word that comes to mind as they're running: chafing. <laughs> just a whole Jock lot of chafing. Body, body odor and oh. chafe. Oh, this is just Trifecta. a disgusting movie of just, <laughs> just people and their diseases as they're trying to share them with one another. Her hair is perfect though. <laughs> There's your chance to kiss, bro. Missed it again. She's now shy. Not gonna let you grab onto those. Oh no, not again. He's holding her like around her chest, but he won't. yeah, he's like, but he's he's like, I've got, I'm as close to your boobs as I'm gonna get without touching them because I'm a gentleman. At the same time, hey, it's almost like a CPR hold. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like she's choking. It is on like clinical. A jolly There's nothing sexy about right now. This. No. no, no, she's trying to be sexy. She's like, what if I cross my arms while you cross your arms? He's like, I'm gonna hold my own hands. Thank you. I mean, he's just... I got this. I got... I know how to hold my own hands. I've been doing it quite a while, okay? <laughs> Her hair's perfect again. Looks great. The feather's back. I feel like, why are you deconstructing like this? Because we can. Because you don't have the time to. So we're going to. Uh, are they going to... Hi. Well, how are you? It looks like he wet his pants. And she looks pregnant. She looks about third trimester in that windsuit. Could be. Maybe that's why she had the windsuit. Like a little third trimester. Oh, there he goes. He got the kiss after all. He got the kiss after all. He just stalled her out a little bit. Made her wait. He's wearing There's nothing gloves. wrong with that, folks. Wearing a lot of gloves. A lot of gloves. 
Do you um do you have driving gloves now, Bobby, as a as a distinguished gentleman? You Would know, you ever get what if I got you some driving gloves for Christmas? So what is what is more torturous to you in life? A road trip with me, or if I bought you driving gloves, you had to wear them all winter long, leaving, coming out of meetings, going in and out of them, you're sliding them on and off. First off, I'm not into this like I have to do something. Kind of it doesn't sound like First. my thing. First off, I don't have to go on a road trip with you. This is enough. I'm just giving options. This is enough. And uh, I already have some driving gloves. Uh, I was lucky enough to go to Rome and Venice. And while I was there, what are Italians known for? Of course, leather. wine and leather. So, so I got you didn't get some. Loafers? Ama- oh, I got some amazing okay. dress. Uh, leather Italian boots, which have been resold twice. They're seven years old, and I still wear them four days a week. Nice. They're amazing. I got a Italian leather belt, and I got some Italian leather driving gloves. They were a gift. I didn't buy them, but they are comfortable. Is they're, they're do amazing. they make a difference in driving? And I'm being very serious. They, they they don't make any difference in driving. No. Okay. I might want to borrow them from you someday. I I have a dream. So I okay. I drive a Mini Cooper. Love them. Used to drive one. It's a turbo. It's a stick shift. It's it's basically a. Talking about this. Talking it's about a amazing. freaking go kart for grown-ups Is what it is. It is. I had, the, I had the James Cooper. But I'd love to get a set of racing wheels and take mm. racing lessons and like learn some Italian job moves. Like take it oh, out to Carrara yeah. and just like. I'm gonna let you know right just now. Don't burn the shit out of them. So I had the James Cooper turbo. <laughs> uh, I had the racing wheels on it with the run flat extra wides. Right. So only two people make those tires for Mini Cooper. They're a little expensive. Yeah, this is the problem. Yeah, it's at four hundred plus a tire. It's like yeah, it's a little more than that. Yeah, my, you really my, gotta want it. <laughs> you really gotta want it. A mine where the Pirellis were at eight fifty a tire. Those run flats, man, they're killing me. And then they're extra wide. Yeah, it's fun to drive. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah. It's I mean, I that get, Mini Cooper was so much fun. That was that was the most fun car I've ever drove. Can you just drive them really fast without those wheels? Nope. Not the same. Uh, you can. It just doesn't. One, I mean, I would drive that car because it's as wide as it is tall. So you can hit a 90 degree corner at 60 miles an hour and hold it. Oh. Yes. Now, with the little the little roundy tires that they put on right on the factory, you're going to chirp out to the pop side. The wheel. I've drifted in it accidentally <laughs> on 2222. Just, oh, wow. Just hugging the curves and just having a shit ton of fun. And, you know, things happen. They happen, but they are fun. Oh God, it's it's the last thing I need because of how I prefer to drive. But hey, yeah, I went fun. from that. It's not had... very rad of y'all. No, <laughs> I'm say. I mean, y'all should go for this while we watch this movie. Uh, it's fun. They are racing the Cooper later on today. I mean, I I love you know. Well, then I got the Challenger, so I got rid of the Cooper. I got a, a big SUV. I got rid of that. And I got another sports car with much more horsepower than the Cooper, and in a straight line, very fast. Uh, Challenger's really not good turners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you really can't, you can't see over the whole hood the way that you're set in the car. So, yeah. Stick with the Cooper, folks. Get the mm-hmm. turbo. Get the stick shift for sure. Don't get the paddle shift. You get the stick shift. Have some fun. And uh, just the only thing you have to watch out for in this, in Texas or in the South where there's bigger cars is they really have a hard time seeing you. Oh, I'm in a... Any, anyone, with a six sure. inch, anyone with a six-inch lip just looks out there and like, nothing. I don't see nothing. <laughs> Yeah, no, Nothing for sure I'm going to die. Like, yeah. But yeah, I will or, have some fun. They're fun. Um, we're, we're at the, the hell track scene at we're this at, point. We're at that. Mm-hmm. Well, we're at that. We're going to try to oh, finish. Oh, this is the qualifiers. This is the qualifiers, yeah. This is the qualifier. Uh, this is where the kids get a little crazy. You gotta, as, as Everything gets progressively harder 
and the track gets longer and more difficult so they can wear you out before you have to go up against the best. See people flying in, they're gonna they're gonna fly in the water. You know, I mean, this is what Bobby was talking about. When he was talking about his BMX rodeo, this is what Bobby lived in San Antonio. What we're experiencing on Rad right now is just is just a simple day in, in the Bobby Cheatham life. You know, this is this is what he did. He cheated. He just went right to that other He's guy, cheated. Outside, yeah. He went outside the lines. Shout out to ESPN. That's a good show. Oh, someone's in the water. In the water, so canoeing. The just three friends canoeing. A lot of people canoeing. Do you ever canoe Ladybird Lake? I don't know about canoe. I've done some kayak. Uh, a lot of dead bodies in that in that lake. That's what I hear. I can't. I, I can't bring myself to be around it too much. I'm just afraid there's going to be, you know, like a some typhoid that's going to the typhoid's just going to jump into my eye. It's not good. I've done the paddle boarding. Done the kayaking. Never the canoe. Canoe's a little outdated. It's a little outdated, but I'm go. I kind of want to do that. The bike, you know, they have like the paddle bike for two mm -hmm. people. Yeah, it splashes water up. That's how you get tired. The one that's like, uh, <laughs> like a swan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it doesn't. It looks like it's a lot of work for minimal movement. Yeah, I'll say that. And yeah. if there's a breeze, you're done. You're done. <laughs> if there's a breeze, you're just you're out. Uh, Liz, what the the proverbial rule in fashion? And you're the lady here, so I'm just de deferring to you. It's probably knowing more than, than Bobby and I. Uh, no white pants after Labor Day. It's an outdated rule. It's an outdated I, rule? I have a personal rule of just no white pants in general. Just because I don't I don't trust myself with right. white clothing. I mean, I can look, I look at a pair sauce. of white pants sideways and there's fucking stains everywhere. So I just... You should stay away from them? Yeah. I mean, How is this girl a BMX rider? And the only time we've seen Cruz Girl as a BMX rider riding bikes and keeping perfectly white pants is her in her white pants. This is what, yeah, all these outfits, all white. the GT folks are riding in white uniforms. I mean, bikes, dirt, grease, mm -hmm. nothing. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, there are, um, I don't, there was a wave for a while where guys were wearing white jeans. Was there? Yeah, there was. Like and an it, ironic hipster sort of thing? Yeah, like the skinny, tight, white jeans. That's not like... I'm a heterosexual female, <laughs> but I don't need to know what your dick looks like. Like, <laughs> I just don't... A little too Freddie Mercury? Don't don't care to go there, yeah. Like, Which, by the way, I know, another movie, but yeah. saw that two days ago. How was it? So good. So I keep hearing. Yeah. I keep hearing. It's really great. good. Chills, what? tears... My good, brother went good, and saw it by beer. himself. Like He went and bought a ticket. He was the only person in the theater in Vegas. He's like, I gotta sing as loud as I wanted to. And I sang every song. <laughs> That'd be great. great. Just get loaded and go to the oh, theater. Oh, so great. Belt it out. Belt it out. Yeah, there's um I can't see. Oh, he qualified. He qualified. He's in. He's going to hell track. He's going to there she is in her white see, no girl, no woman in her right mind who loves her white pants is running up to someone fresh off a bicycle and being like, Hey, let me get really close to you. So you look at the cheaters. Yeah. This is what blows my mind. Like, how is, is that, that crew? not cheating? Did crew, was that crew cheating? Crew's cheating. He, he went off road. You know. He went off the beaten path. This is where I, this is where I have a problem. And it's made all the difference. Did, did you have, on your bicycle, Bobby, did you have mag wheels or did you have the spokes? Uh, I had the mag wheels. It was the, uh, the three. Yeah. I look like a Mercedes emblem a little yep. bit. <laughs> it was pretty classy. Baller. Baller style. 
white tires, white rims, blue bike, white handles. Dude, that bike was so sexy. I thought it was so cool on that thing. It's a fancy bike. It's a fancy bike. It was heavy, though. GTs were not known for their lightness. Skyways were the bike to have if you wanted air, if you wanted light. Skyways had that, like, a, a lighter frame. I had a Schwinn. I had a black and gold Schwinn with uh, gold rims and uh, gold handlebars. Damn. That I didn't break. That's bold. They were built right, 24 Hour Fitness. <laughs> Kiss my ass. Burn. Burn, 24 Hour. Oh. oh, that was a beautiful day. <laughs> Just can't ride a stationary bike to save my life. Oy vey. Uh, so, 80s. Looking back at the 80s, you know, and, and thinking about this this movie, one, I mean, yeah, it's it's about the BMX riding. It's but it also it lays the ground for kind of what we're going through today, right? Which at a big level or a small level, damn crew. Oh, oh, look at that. He wrecked cheaters, wiped cheers, out. wiped out. Will he get back up and make it through? But um it kind of lays the groundwork for all this craziness of what it's like the cycles never changed. Corrupt politics, good people. Right. Corrupt politics, good people. And you'd think we'd learn a lesson from Red. You'd think we'd learn a lesson from Roadhouse. You'd think we'd learn a lesson from any amazing, great movie that shows rich people trying to take advantage of towns and other people, but don't. You know, because the town sticks their heels in and pushes back appropriately and properly without, you know, whining or crying or... You know, going woe is me or anything else. That they just they they stick they stick together, and maybe that's more of a small town thing that you know that Bobby's lived a part of. That that you know, I mean, like Boise back in the day was kind of a part of that I've lived a part of in many. But it's a weird thing because it still it still happens, and, and maybe it's because people think it's movies. I don't know what it is, but you just you look at it you're like oh well yeah, and then you look at today's climate or you look at ten years ago's climate or twenty years ago's climate, and you're like. Oh, that's always happening. They we're try always, to tell us. We're always still keep fucking with, fucking up the system, and we don't learn from, we don't learn history. History never repeats itself, but it looks an awful lot like itself a lot of the time. See, I was thinking the lesson from this is that we should start a rad ATX bike race with, like, qualifiers and a little hell track and have, uh... Like jump a, Lady Bird Lake? Like yeah. Like Evil? You think we could get some grant money to... You, what what about that? Either? Like a little uh, a three mile loop around the Lady Bird. They've got the thing. Having they've a got bunch the, of BMXers. They got the BMX park, the jump park. Yeah. Have you ever seen those things? They're crazy. Hundred percent. You are fucking Looney Tunes if you go jump your bike on those like six foot tall, a shit ton of vert. Yeah. No. It's cement. Like, no, the, they're crazy. They're all the the ones that are over by um Seven Eleven. Tenth and Lamar. Oh really? Tenth and Lamar. It's, it's a crazy little track. They it start is. way up high on the hill. And they just pedal, 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 and then they go down and, and you're like, holy shit. You it's a pretty are... cool thing to watch just to go every now and then just go park over there and watch Temple people Lamar, do tricks. Austin, Texas. So, so real quick, we missed this one part as I was rambling along, but um, Crew's mom comes. She's like, oh, you didn't go to the SATs. He's like, mom, you know what? First there were thousands. Then there were hundreds. Then there was 10, and I'm one of those. This could be my future. Mm -hmm. And she's kind of okay with it, but she's also fairly disappointed. Give me a, a story of when you disappointed mom. When you got that look, not mad, 
Now you're grounded for a year, and I'm going to take this away from you. Just disappointed. All right, I got one. Okay. So I had uh, my first, well, I told you about my bike, but then I got into skateboarding a little bit more. You know, skateboarding came along and kind of took over. And I had my first skateboard was a Veriflex. And for all those out there listening, you know Veriflex is the crappy skateboard. It's like the one that just isn't very good. The wheels are bad. The bearings are bad. The trucks are terrible. The board would break if you did. It hurts. A little bit. They don't work very well. But Veriflex is definitely your starter board. And uh, then at a little point later, maybe a year or two later, um, I decided to upgrade and I got the Santa Cruz Rob Roscoff breaking out of the wall. I think it was the fourth one where he's like an, an arm ahead and maybe a leg coming out of the wall as a whole series. Anyway, amazing board, Santa Cruz. I just thought it sounded so, sounded so California, so cool. And so I had gotten in trouble um, and my mom's grounding for me was to take away my skateboard. And so I kindly put on this acting show and gave her my Veriflex skateboard. And she didn't really gather that I had two skateboards. And wow. so I was supposed to be grounded this whole week. And then when she would go off to work, I would ride my Santa Cruz skateboard everywhere. Anyway, she came She's just home. got the shitty skateboard in the trunk. She's got the <laughs> shitty skateboard thinking I'm grounded. And she comes home a little early from work. And I was riding the skateboard down the street. And I mean, the she first off, she was cool as fuck. She, drew, she still is. But she drew uh, drove a, uh, a Camaro, a, a, an IROC with the T-tops and everything. Your mom? My mom. That's 100%. Yeah, it was really badass. It was Ray, it's just Camaro, badass. Anyway, I'm going down the road, Dunmore Lane, on the street we lived on, just free as a bird, loving life, right? And she's driving up and we pass, and the look on her eyes, like, that motherfucker's on a skateboard, man. <laughs> I, got a, I have a skateboard, what is that? Anyway, I was in like double trouble because I was supposed to be grounded, and then I lied to her. So that was a really big moment of disappointment. Sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. Sorry. Busted. Busted. Liz, you disappoint mom. Um. Yeah. Or were you a good kid? I was generally a pretty good kid. I didn't start drinking really and doing other stuff until after high school. Um, mostly because like my close friends were a year older than me, so okay. by the time I was a senior, they were already freshmen in college and experimenting and doing all sorts of stuff. So when they come back, you know, for breaks and summer, now I was involved. So this was maybe like. I don't know, some break freshman or sophomore year of college. My buddies and I are over at my house and my parents are out for the night. And we were in like kind of our back porch area, passing the bong around. My parents come home a little bit early and like none of it was like visible or apparent, but clearly I must have been like obviously stunned. And my mom goes, Elizabeth, your father and I weren't born yesterday. And that's all she said. And I was just like, Mm. Like and one of your friends chimes in the background. Hey, everybody, let's get stolen. Just you know, and I don't. I don't honestly think that she was mad because they. I knew what you know they did when they were younger, and they. She still. She. This is neither here nor there, but you know, they. So they, are, they they know what's up. They so, know what's up. Yeah, so I don't think she was all that disappointed, but still, it didn't. It didn't not strike the fear of God in me at the time. Just like. <laughs> I remember on my mom's birthday, I thought it'd be funny if I gave my friends the keys to our house and they would switch out all of my mom's underwear and bra drawers for silverware drawers. So when we came home, 
She would go to like get something. She'd be like, pull out a pair of panties. She'd be like, well, this so isn't creepy. a spoon. Oh my <laughs> god, that's so creepy. Thought it'd be hilarious. My friends really thought my friends more creepy, right? Because they're just they gave me the offer, and I was like, this sounds hilarious. Sure, you could have the keys. God. Fucking weird friends. Yeah, if I knew my son's kids were like rifling through my underwear drawer and just oh. exchanging them everywhere else. Oh. For, so then she goes upstairs. She's like, wait. Well, to add pain to all of this, it was her birthday. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> and I was having her make dinner on her birthday. So when she went to go grab the pots and pans, just pulled out panties. Thought it was hilarious. <laughs> she just shook her head, gathered up all of her stuff. So all of her stuff's in her arms. Shook her head and just walked to her room. Oh. And didn't say a thing. Didn't talk to me for two weeks. Oh, Sorry, Mom. We all make mistakes. I lost a friend and his uh, fiance, now wife, to a panty drawer incident. (laughs) Um, In my defense, it was a it was a practical joke that I knew him, but I didn't know her, and she was really sensitive. So the joke was he was having a, a bachelor party. What do 12 dudes do? They get around and be complete jackasses, right? So I had brought some treats for the party. So I stopped by the uh, you know, AAA News and I got the 12 worst nudie magazines you could pop. Not Playboy, not Penthouse. I'm talking like Jugs, Skanks, Sluts Galore. I'm talking the really, really... Barely legal. The, yes, the, the like dregs of society kind of thing. So anyway, I bought these and I thought, dude, it's going to be so funny. Oh, like, first off... You can barely see her track marks in her arm. They really photoshopped this. <laughs> yeah, so I was going to obviously show them to all the dudes. There was 12 dudes. I got one for each guy. And then when we were wrapping up, we started at his house, and then we were getting ready to go to the bar. I was going to collect them all, and I was going to stash them all throughout the house. So, like, a month later, she's going for a Campbell soup, or he's going for a Campbell soup, and Jugs is back there, right? Well, That's I was awesome. randomly... <laughs> it's a great idea. You mean you put porn in my house? Randomly putting it all throughout the house, like, you know, under the sink, in the bathroom, in a closet. Well, I opened up a drawer, and I didn't look in the drawer, but I slid the magazine under the items of clothing that was in the drawer. What I didn't know was that was her underwear drawer. So, what... I thought was I was just putting a magazine in a drawer and it would be funny. She thought there was a bachelor party and everyone was going through her underwear. Anyway, she hadn't talked to me since and I can't really oh, talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. But I tell you what, I stand by what I fucking did. It was I it was would, it was hilarious. Uh, mischievous but not malicious. Yeah, I mean, come on. Calm down. Yeah. I was uh, I was speaking of the nudie magazines. Uh, I was I was on a tattoo roadshow tour. I had this. Ford F-250 and uh, pulling this trailer with this bike, Harley Davidson in the background. And we're cruising around and I see this gal pulled over on the side of the road. Flat tire and you can see she's flustered. So I pull over and said, hey, uh, I can help you out. I can change your tire and I can give you a beer. Mm-hmm. 1998. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Totally okay to just oh, drink on the side of the road. <laughs> she's like, what? I'm like, yeah, don't worry about it. Hey, your t-shirts are getting made right now, Liz. Yes. Just want to let you know. Rad racing t-shirts. Rad racing t-shirts. So I said, hey, you're missing something. She was like, it's probably in my trunk somewhere. I'm leaving my husband. He's an asshole. I'm like, okay. And I pop through and go, you got a lot of stuff back here. Do you mind? I mean, I'll just, just you grab it. I don't like to write for people's stuff. She goes, oh, of course. She's pulling boxes out, pulling boxes out. 
and three skank magazines or swank or whatever it was just fall out of the side of the road. Wow. And her eyes get really big. And I look down and, you know, they just fall open. I was like, whew, that's aggressive. (laughs) And she's all, now you can see why I'm leaving him. I was just like, you didn't clean the car first? (laughs) How about I call you AAA? I got to get out of here. Changed her tire. She just drove away. I mean, I got out of there quick. I was like, it's an angry person. <laughs> and all I have is jokes coming to my head. I'm not good with angry people when I think things are funny. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah I was like, no, no, like, oh, I got a sense of humor. Yeah. This is, this is going to be great. You, you, don't like, you don't like levity too? What? Come on. Relax. Uh, how many t-shirts did they buy, do you think? I don't know. They had five thousand dollars. What's funny to me is that they were dyeing T-shirts red instead of just buying red T-shirts. That seems like a totally unnecessary step. It does. And and can I just talk about three dudes in a two-seater Corvette sticking out of the top? I mean, come on. Well, first of all, (laughs) nothing strange. Two of the guys. Two of the guys are twins, so it's really like one person. Yeah, it's like one point eight people. It is. Is the mustache still creepy? Yeah, in general. There's just, <laughs> just, there's no why good... is there disappointment when you say it like that? I mean, it just blows my mind that, that people think there's like a good mustache. It's just... I mean, Tom Selleck not. would beg to differ. Well, Burt Reynolds. Even they, in his they rock, death. They rock I know. The... And now he's gone. So mm-hmm. no good I mean, mustaches left. There's none. It Ooh. just Everybody looks like the perpetrator with a mustache. <laughs> Too much shade. <laughs> you just look like the perp. With a mustache. So and, during like November. Oh, November's just... gross. I like. Uh, there's a there's a comic out there. Her name's Katie, I think. Caitlin. I just I I follow her on Instagram. I should probably. But you know, people don't have like the real name on Instagram. Um, there's a wet clothes scene coming up again. FYI, just mm-hmm. so you guys can prepare yourselves for some more chafing and just gross smelling people. Excellent. But she did, you know, they, they did so. We did Sober October, some podcasters, you know, led by Joe Rogan, Ari Shafir, Burt Kreischer, and Tom Segura. And she did No Dick November because she's single. <laughs> and so she, like, she, did, so, out? well, twice she showed pictures of broken vibrators. And she's like, well, this one broke. You're No Dick November. Wow. You're, you're breaking up with me because your sex drive is out of a 13 year old boy and you're dating 40 year old Hollywood producers. Like, Jesus Christ. No, she's actually she's very funny. Um, but it was it was hilarious when it's just like, yeah, no dick November. Here's my broken vibrator. Wow. And I was just like, Well, that's hilarious. That is fun. Good for you, kid. She's in the right industry, man. She's in the right she's it's funny because she she's she's very photogenic young woman, takes pictures, and then you see, oh, she's from the Midwest, and then you hear her voice. You're like, from the Midwest. <laughs> It's all it's exactly together. <laughs> it's, but it's when I went. I remember the first time I went to Boston. I saw this really hot chick, and I was like, "Hi, how are you?" She goes, "How you doing?" I was like, "Oh, no, we don't talk anymore." <laughs> What's the least attractive accent you think? Boston. Really? Boston or the girl from White Man Can't Jump? Oh, uh, Rosa Perez. Rosa Perez Reagan with the nasal. It wasn't really the accent. It was the accent. The it was just her. delivery. It was just her so and I, I don't think it's an accent, but it is a trend that fucking needs to stop. It's not an accent. It's the Kardashian. Yeah. It's where girls talk in like the, it's, it's a, it's a, like a constricted. Yeah. It's like a vocal fry. Yeah. It's a vocal fry, but they do it. And I just don't know. Bobby, what, are you, what, what, what are you talking to about? Tonight. Girls, stop. Use your voice. 
Your voice is beautiful. Project. <laughs> Say what you want. Don't speak at a quarter volume. What's a mongoose? With tension in your voice. It's the What's most like, annoying. That needs to go. What's a mongoose? That needs to go. Is it like a, is it a thing? Uh, I don't know. But like, yeah. The vocal fry with like the uptick at the end. It's I like, I like Dalmatian ladies. Like if I'm like, yeah, if you're, if you're older and you're divorced and, uh, so you're in your sixties divorced and, and, and well suited, like you got a lot of cash, you, you marry a Dalmatian. Kind of deaf, super hyper, never pays attention, right? But, <laughs> oh my God, of course, yes, we can do that. <gasps> totally forgot about yoga. That's okay. And they just, you know, they just prance through life, just not oh. knowing anything that's happening. Oh. Dalmatians. <laughs> just. Because you see, like my, my daughter got a book on Dalmatian dogs, like, many are born deaf. And I'm like, due to overbreeding. She's like, what's overbreeding? I'm like, damn it, she heard. Listen, <laughs> don't worry. She goes, what's deaf? I go, the dog can't hear. Why would a dog not be able to hear? People are cruel, sick fucking individuals. That's why. We're just like, how many more spots? I want less spots. I want two spots. I want ten spots. She's like, but they've got, they're born with spots. Who cares about the spots? I'm like, ridiculous assholes care about spots. <laughs> yep. Okay? Ridiculous assholes. <laughs> People with too much money and not enough brains. Oh, yeah. So you get the, you know, Tom Segura's wife, Christina Pia, she coined that, the Dalmatian wife. She goes, so Tom, when I get through menopause and I'm just wearing sweatpants and I've cut my hair short and I've got spiky bangs and I'm wearing Crocs with socks, no bra, (laughs) no no bra, just a sweatshirt, right? And I'm just yelling at people, hey, fuck you. And I just don't (laughs) care about life at all. What are you going to do? He goes, I'm going to divorce you and I'm going to marry someone young and pretty and dumb. She goes, so what's your Dalmatian girl going to be like? It's <laughs> just like, well, let's go down the list. Oh, man. <laughs> let's go down the list. So this is, um, this is, and not to get too political, but I think it's pretty funny. When I watch this again, and first he gets, you know, so first of all, crew gets kicked out because he doesn't have a sponsor. So he can't do the health track. Then they make all these t-shirts. And he's got a sponsor. But the sponsor doesn't have $50,000 in cash in the bank. So now he's kicked out again. And it reminds me, it's like, this is, I believe this is how Trump runs businesses. Right? This is the case just, for campaign finance reform right here. This is, this is how he goes after stuff, right? He's like, well, listen, I, I mean, the prime example now is I'm going to shut the government down unless Congress gives me money to build the wall. And his whole promise was that Mexico was going to be so excited about us building a wall that they were going to build the wall for us. Mm-hmm. They were going to pay for it. They're going to pay for it. And he's like, well, you got to understand how things work. And he's like, no, I think I understand how things work. <laughs> you, you want more of my fucking money. I don't care whether you're Republican or Democrat. The reality is, is there's never been a day or a time when you've given anyone in a political office a dollar. And they've been like, only spent 75 cents. Here you go, bro. Sorry about that. Yep. Thanks. You give them a dollar and they go, man, this is so nice. Could have used to. But I'm going to make one work today. But if you can work a little harder for me to get two next time, politicians and, pa- and preachers, right? They, 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 there's never been a preacher that's like, guess what? Went over budget on that building. Uh, we, we got too much money. Building's done. We're sitting on a couple million bucks. We're going to redistribute dividends. We're going to yeah. redistribute dividends. We're going to give the, all this money back to you parishioners. Mm-hmm. And I don't care who gave me a dollar or who gave me $10 million, I'm just splitting it fair and square down who's ever a member in our church. Thanks, guys. And I noticed something else that I find fascinating, uh, to get on a little tangent here, but when they talk about giving in the Bible, they talk about this being this, this respect, this, this ceremony, this, this, this cherished thing of you're giving back to God first. 
And when you hear pastors talk about it, like, so, um, uh, welcome. If you're new here, uh, don't worry about it. Don't have to give a dime. We're just glad you're here. Enjoy the coffee. Got a cookie back there as well. And I'm just glad you just let me talk to you real quick. Uh, if you're a member, you know, there's many ways you can support us. Financially, you can text. You can give cash. You can write a check. You can pay by credit card online. Run those miles. Just want to make sure you know that uh, what I'm doing is what the Lord's doing, and that takes money. So you give. And um, you know, if you're uh, if you don't know if you want to call this your home, you can start calling it your home by giving as well. So once again, that's a check. You can text. You see the number on the screen. Pay by credit card online. Uh, you can have a cash card in your pocket. Just pull it out and just sit in the bag and close by. And they're almost embarrassed by it, right? It's like. Bro, come out as an auctioneer. Like, I want you to come out strong. Right? Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. Jesus! <laughs> yeah. You think passing the offering plate is a little passive-aggressive? Like, they need to uh, yeah. a little bit because, more? Yeah, because there's the person next to you who always gives, like, here's my 200, Bobby. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to call this my home yet. I mean, I have a home where I pay taxes and a mortgage and some other things. Oh, it's really my home. Yeah. yeah. Guys, they could use a humor approach to it. They like, could use it. Like, $2, someone's going to hell. Yeah. Or someone skips offering plates. Uh, I know what you did last weekend. Yeah. So does Jesus. So you, you remember that coffee cash right now? Remember the coffee meeting on Friday when you shared everything? Pam? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. God's watching. God's watching. God is watching. God is watching you. And so am I, by the way. All right? Social media. See all your posts. Some of you people... A little slutty in your post. I'm talking about you, Bill. A lot of ass shots. Bill, I saw you in white pants last week. That's I know right. what you were up to. That's right. Tight white pants. Tight white pants. Oh. Saw the outline of your Johnson. You better give $1,000. $1,000. Hey, but by the way, kudos not being <laughs> circumcised. Good for you. Way to buck a trend. Johnson's for Jesus. Johnson's for... Oh. If, that, if that's not yes. a gay porn production company, it should be. Like, if it was all just religious scenes and a gay porn production company was Johnson's for Jesus, that would be hey, fantastic. If, if it made money, Joel Olstein would be all over that shit. Mm -hmm. As long as he doesn't have to share it. You know, when, gospel, when, when, uh, when, when Houston's flooding and he's like, yeah, my church, just not a good spot to no, be. No. Like, Are you sure? Yeah, it's just, there's just so many open spaces. <laughs> The air conditioning works is really too good. You know? There's a kitchen yeah. to feed people. We got a full freezer. I feel like uh, I'm feeling like I'm waiting for a message from God. And when it's all done, and everything's like, no, yeah, you guys can come here. Bitch, my I got my house back. Yeah. FEMA dropped off a trailer. Mm -hmm. I wanted to make t-shirts. Joel Olstein's a cunt. Like I just I just wanted to make those and just sell them out of my truck. Hundred percent would buy. Totally. He's a weasley little oh kind God. of mullet-wearing prick. It makes you know, me so sick. You know, I see him and I'm like, he just one, I don't like tiny people yelling at me. <laughs> Two, I don't like tiny people in mullets yelling at me for sure. You're 5'4", and you got a big person suit on, and you're trying to act all cool, and I'm down to earth. and my, But then you've got this huge mansion to fly around in private jets. I'm sorry, man. You're, the guy you're preaching about wrote, rocked a mule. Right? Yeah. Like, on his most important day on Palm Sunday, yeah. he rocked a mule, mm -hmm. not Jesus, a horse. Jesus may love you, but everyone else thinks you're an asshole. So. Oh, I believe Jesus looks down and he's like, oh, I can't believe this guy's on my team. Yeah. Fuck. 
<laughs> Dad. Sunglasses inside. We have so, mm-hmm. eight, another 80s trope. You know who wears sunglasses inside? Me? Blind people and assholes. Blind people and assholes. Just going to put that out there. What, and uh, celebrities. Celeb- what, and assholes. Athletes. Athletes. So assholes. Uh, and this cop. That cop was a... Yeah, he... Um, I lie, uh, he comes out, he's like, I've chased all these kids. The crew's special. Never mm-hmm. caught him. He's the one that got away. He's the he's the one that still pulls at my heartstrings. This panda poster always confused me. I fucking hate pandas so much. (laughs) Did pandas kill your father or something? First of all, everyone's like, look out, pandas and polar bears. Look how cute they are. They're fucking bears. They'll eat. They would eat your children. Yeah, and not give a shit. But I think it's romantic that those two fall in love with. Want to look at this? So oh, it's so gross. You don't share ice cream. You can share a lot of things. You don't share lollipops. You don't share ice cream. Yeah. Then you don't, oh, you can make out after ice cream. Was, if that was Neapolitan. I kind of feel like if you're going to make out afterwards, you can share anything. Yeah, but then get Neapolitan. So at least you can get some of the cherry chocolate flavor or strawberry flavor. You're going to mix the flavors. The lollipop thing, I'm with you. But I don't know. Sharing ice cream seems fine. Why does that seem okay to me? I don't know. It's weird because your saliva is just hanging out on top. Yeah. Let me go. Let me go. Let me go get that. But it's weird because I, I had this theory the other day. I, I want to, Bobby. You're a parent, so I want to run this by you, Liz. I want to run this by you. It's not. It's not uh, being a parent, right? All right. Nope. Not. A so here we go. I think sharing or teaching our kids to share is bullshit. Here's why. As adults, you don't share. Can I borrow your car? Look at the pause. Or more importantly, if I just took your keys and started to walk out with them, Bobby would be like, it's okay, Liz, share. <laughs> right? If my daughter walks into his room and grabs her favorite, his daughter's favorite toy, he goes, honey, that's your toy, I know, but share. Harper's here to play with you. If I walk and grab the keys to his truck and go, be back. <laughs> also talking about... Uh, <laughs> Dollar toy versus uh, expensive car, right? Yeah. I mean, come on. Well, what, what, like, but like, I haven't had an expensive car to drive. I don't know how to do it. Uh, no, it's not kids about, don't, kids it's don't not know about your ability. Well, then what's it about? Because we both have insurance. Uh, we're adults. Unnecessary risk. On who? We both have insurance. We're fine. No. See, see, sharing <laughs> is bullshit. That, not that easy, <laughs> Where's sharing? the line between sharing and theft? Uh, not giving it back. Right. That's that's a good one. I mean, even for you know, for kids, it's it's like, does this fit in my pocket? <laughs> because the, they'll share that shit. They're like, yeah, what's this yours? You know, and Can we as parents, this? kids have so, toys have gotten so small these days. I don't know what is my own child's toy. Mm-hmm. Somebody starts playing on Harper, let her have it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, dad, that's been mine. You bought it for me. Like, I bought you that? I'm going to work on my sales. I'm going to work mm-hmm. on buying shit for you. Yeah, you don't share. We don't, we just I, I think we need to teach respect of other people's property, one hundred percent respect. So oh do you want to play with that? Oh do you want to do that? This is how I play with it. This is how I like this done, for sure. But yeah, I think uh, I think for generations we've made the mistake. I mean like no, just let that kid take it. And then at some point there is hey that kid took my ball. Go kick him in the dick and get your ball back, Tommy. It's your ball. Don't let's don't don't just whoa for ten years of my fucking life you. Had me sharing. <laughs> so it's just, is it the word sharing that you think? Just I think it's the concept. Well, it's kind of a broken concept. All right. 
I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I see your point. <laughs> it's it's, it's not it. a good point, but I, I do it. see it. I get it. But, yeah, teaching kids to be territorial and weird, I don't, I don't know about that. Sharing is no, caring. Not, not territorial and weird. Just just understand, like, you can play with it. But, but I want this, back. I want it back, and this is how this is how I expect it to be treated. Right, which is you know just teaching boundaries. Teaching a little bit of boundaries. What she what is she wearing? We're the final race. I know why he's in a jumpsuit. Why is she in a deep V cut, super tight white and yellow jumpsuit? Is she okay? I didn't see the full look. I like his outfit. That red well, jumpsuit is bad. Look at that. So she yeah. So she's not even racing. Nope. I know she's like a representative of whatever like factory she represents. Mongoose. Look at him in the cop. Look at him. This is where he says it. Hey, crew, go balls out. Go balls out. Yes! yes! Working title. From the cop. Balls out. Balls out. Balls out. They could have done a cool song with that. Imagine how great that bike dance would have been if the song would have been balls out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This might have attracted a much different audience if the title had been balls out. Can you imagine all the really upset grown men who showed up at the theater and were like, I was under the impression this was something very Dude, different. The, the, yeah, we had that happen already once before with Free Willy. <laughs> Whoopsies. Man down. Man down. What else do I have in here? I'm off mic. Sorry, folks. I'm digging for... He's rifling for... I'm going to try one of these. Is that sparkling water? It's a 5% alcohol spiked sparkling water. That sounds delightful. You want to try one? I got, I got mango or lemon. I don't know if I want a whole one. Well, you can pour the rest out. We're not like... I don't want to be wasteful. It's wasteful of this. It was... Best nation in the world is donation. Which one do you want? Mango mango or yellow? Uh, The end of the movie's coming. Don't miss it. Calm down. um, Let's see. Give me the one you don't want. Um, I'll give you lemon. Cool. Because I think that's going to be more... I think lemon's going to be more refreshing for you. It's too thin for the koozie. That's too simple. I know. It's kind of sad. Needs to be adjustable koozies. They need, they need to make these things a little bit... One can size is fine, folks. Seriously, just one can size. You're, right, it's going to be okay. Let's standardize this. Let's just get make, it all out there. Make everyone's lives easier. Make, oh, look at them wave. They're Sponsored by Vans. The, yep, they're going through the lineup of all the Hell Track participants. Look at the mustache. Oh, he has a nickname, too. What is it? It's like Mike, Magic Mike Miranda or something? Before there was a Magic Mike. Rod. Rod and Rex. Rod and Rex. I'm Rex, by the way, in case you guys are wondering. Bad Bar Taylor. Bad Bar Taylor. Yeah. I need to start moments. greeting people like that. The over-the-shoulder peace over the sign. Over-the-shoulder peace sign. What's up? I think it's weird that she's in the Bad Bar Taylor onesie, but she's on the rad team. She They couldn't have made her a onesie? Yeah. Something? They had... Well, did they get the 50 grand? They must have to get their... They got the 10 grand. Okay. Remember, they were given the 10 grand... Just because he made the qualifier, even though he couldn't participate, and then he used that ten grand to the T-shirts and everything else, and that's where. That's how they got it. Okay. That's how they got it. They could have thrown in one more onesie. What's another onesie? She was measuring it out. The um, so you got the truly a lemon. I got the mighty swell mango. It's pretty good. It's not terrible. Hundred calories a can. Let's see. What am I on? I can't read that. I'm getting old. Um, ninety-five calories a can. I'm saving five calories here. Fine. Not too terrible. No, I've had worse. I mean, yeah. You know, at the end of this sparkling water, it, it really is. Have you ever gone to a live BMX event? Watched I them ride the bikes? I have not. Not that I can recall. 
I've done the at the like the skate park shows where they have the bikes going. I've done those. I've seen them where they do the tricks live. They used to have so the Astrodome when they decommissioned that for baseball. It's now just basically like an event space. Mm-hmm. And I went to a rollerblading event there sometime in the mid nineties. Rollerblading. When rollerblading was still big, yeah. You know they had a movie on rollerblading. Airborne. Well, two then. They had rollerball. Rollerball. Yeah, with with um with the guy from NCIS Los Angeles, bald oh. guy. Really well built rapper. What's his name? Handsome Devil. Um, LL Cool J. Oh, he's in a rollerblading movie. Yep. Well, and there was Airborne, which I'm thinking of Airheads for some reason, which is Brendan Fraser. But uh, yeah, Airborne is another inline skating film. Air Airheads. That's where they were the Lone Rangers. Yeah. And the guy got really mad because he's like, Lone singular, Rangers plural. We're talking about uh, the wonderful world of rollerblading. Right. Inline skating, if you will. Yeah. Uh, did you ever rollerblade? I cannot say that I ever rollerbladed. I roller skated like, like a champion. I will let you know. But I never did the rollerblading thing. And I never roller skated outside of a roller rink, okay? I think that's an important really? thing to, to know. I rollerbladed all over my neighborhood in Houston. And yeah, it was awesome. Did you have the gear, like the elbow pads, the helmet? I did, but like... Tie we a bandana on your leg or something? We weren't great about wearing all the safety gear. I want to okay. say like I had the wrist guards for a while. And at some point, you're just like, fuck it. It's mm-hmm. like 150 degrees. They start to smell. In the summer. Yeah, again, with the smelling. <laughs> right, yeah. So, you know, you just got to go balls out, if you will. And yeah, just... we missed, you missed the key moment when the, uh, the bald, always wears my sunglasses, day or night, creepy mustache... Bike cop looks at me and goes, hey, crew, go balls out. You need that vote of confidence. You need that vote of confidence from, from the cop that couldn't catch you. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's uh, in where well, she's in a mongoose onesie with a, with a deep V cut. Of course. These ladies who are just sponsored by Aquanet. The Kicks Bowl. That was like the best part of the Hell Track is mm-hmm. the Kicks Bowl. Now... How I like fun. the drop. The drop was my favorite part. Yeah. We're we're all in we're all in business in, in some way or another. When you look at things like this and you see the girls and they're freaking out and they're screaming and they've got that crazy Aquanet 80s hair, how come Aquanet wasn't a sponsor of this? And I, I, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not being very honest. So I mean, you're missing your mark. I get why they but you know. Other other certain female brands don't want to co-sign with this, but Aquanet, the dudes have to do to use an Aquanet to keep their hair going. Yeah, yeah. I can't that imagine how many thing. cans they used during the filming of this thing. The See, drop. the drop was so cool. Apparently, Always like most that. of these professional bike riders were like legitimately afraid of the drop in this. In this and on L track. Yeah, yeah. Did they awesome. not hear the name? <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. It Jesus is as camp. advertised. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe how scary this is. It's called Hell Track, asshole. What did you right. expect? Yeah. 7-Eleven, prominent. Uh, if you go to the 7-Eleven in downtown Austin, oh. dudes on bikes, smelly as all hell, in there buying their water or Gatorade before they go pedal some more. I don't know who's smellier. The homeless dudes down there on South Lamar or North Lamar and 10th or the kids riding their bikes, but all dripping with sweat. I think I need to get on Craigslist and look for a BMX. Yeah, I have a feeling this is in my future. Are you gonna make a kicks bowl in the backyard? Maybe, <laughs> maybe a little drop off the roof. A drop be off awesome. the roof. Woo! 
look at him go. Oh, yeah. He landed it. With he landed it. I love it. Um, in the in the 80s, so we got, was there a kid who was the hero athlete kid when you guys were growing up? Did you have one in your school that was one that just did something yeah. kind of awesome? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Vince Young, it's nice. Oh, like a professional? No, no, just a, whoever the hero, I mean, didn't have to turn out to be professional, but there was always that one kid who played basketball just a little yeah. better than everyone else. There was a girl in my grade named Taryn Eustace who was like a track star, and she would just smoke everybody. Every year in She tearing it up? She was. Um, every year Two we had points. to do something in PE called the Jingle Bell Jog, where we would tie Jingle Bells. No BMX our... Rodeo. <laughs> The but the jingle bell jock. <laughs> it was yeah, it was seasonal. And she says it like like we should know exactly what the fucking uh-huh. jingle bell jock is. It's, you tie jingle bells to your to your shoelaces, and we'd have to like do this. I'm sure it was like a mile or something. It was pretty you know nominal. But to the fat kid, it was like I I dreaded this day every year because it was the day where like my lack of athletic prowess was on full display for the whole grade. Taryn used to would just like burn it up and like win first place every time. I was like, Taryn, can you put my bells on? Yeah, we'll just finish I was together. predictably one of the last kids to finish, and it always never seemed fair to me because like academics were never put on such like a public display. Like, spelling look at this bee. fucking idiot! Look spelling at this bee. idiot! Like, what about spelling bee? But that was like a you know participation was optional sort of thing. Like they weren't putting kids' report cards up. For like you know public consumption. Oh, that's true. Okay, I like but that. But like okay. as a as a fat kid who couldn't run, like everybody got to make fun of me. It just yeah. never seemed fair. But no, I'm with you. I was I was the fat kid who couldn't run or do pull ups. I remember going home. I left school early. I just left. I was like, fuck this. I'm out. I walked home. I was too obedient. I never would have liked high school. <laughs> and my mom was like, what's wrong? And I remember my gym teacher, Mr. Furda, nice guy. He's like, listen, uh, Jason might have had a problem today at school. Call my mom. He's like, what? He's like, oh, we did a pull-up test today, and he did one. I think oh, he did one. Oh, and he goes through. He goes through with the 360. Kind of a yeah, dick move. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Rubbing it in their face. Move too. It's like the touchdown celebration dance mm-hmm. on a bike. Bobby, did you have, did you, was there a kid, or maybe you were the kid? With your blue mongoose. I was, I was very, 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 very average. Um, there was, oh, man. Um, there was this girl, um, she was the Twan Rogers' older sister in Floresville High School, and I can't remember her name, she was two or three years older, but she was the best fucking volleyball player that anyone has ever seen in, like, all of the world. And she just had this hang time and this spike that no one could ever return, and we had, like, a killer girls' volleyball team. Mm -hmm. And no one could block, no one could return... She just absolutely dominated everything. It was it was fun. Like the women's volleyball was like one of the most popular things. In addition to the fact that they're wearing tights, that's nice. But like you know, the, it was a it was an athletic display like of dominance. It was great. Nice tights. She, she that's really nice. Strong. Whatever, because I still I don't know what happened to Taryn Eustace. I have no idea what happened to this girl. Do you know? I do not know. I, I haven't been back there. Uh, so I don't really you didn't know. go to your class reunion. I did not. Did you go to class reunions? Um, I did my tenure, my 20 years coming up in 2020, and don't think I'll go back. Facebook's kind of ruined it, you know? I mean, we all know what everybody else is doing. Um, yeah. Yeah, I never went. 
don't go back much. Like, do like I kind of try this. I'll see some friends. No, it's not my thing. Look at this. Look at these assholes. Yeah, it's not in, it's not intentional. Like I got no ill will. It's just I'm kind of just looking forward. More than I mean, I'll I'll tell you what. If you gave me the option, weekend Montana class reunion at the bowling alley, Big Fork. Let's go. Or weekend Austin, Texas. Bobby and Jason go to Dirty Bills. Maybe a little Midnight Cowboy. One night, next night, with his daughter, orders a pizza, watches a shitty movie, goes to bed in a onesie. I'm taking weekend two, one hundred percent of the time. Right. Yes, me too. I mean, I I could go to Dirty Bills alone and still take weekend two one hundred percent of the time. It's just not. But it's not really anything against the people. I mean, I don't know no. if you ever been to Floresville, Texas. There's not much there, and I'm kind of here in Austin, which has a lot of fun things to go yeah. on. You know. Yeah. Well, then when you have to decide, do you walk three blocks to that one reunion, or do you get a bus 27 miles to the other reunion? Right. Those are very right. tough, tough decisions. Tough decisions. You had me um, a pizza and a onesie with weekend. <laughs> That's this, all I need to be having. This last part, I just remember watching all of these tricks and trying them and just busting up shins. So my friend and Jimmy, not being able to do any of them. Yeah. And I'm like, why can they do them and I can't? Like, probably because they're fucking professionals and they've been doing this for thousands of hours. Oh, my friend Jimmy Perry. so cool. It's like dancing on a bike. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tricks and everything. The bouncing on the one wheel... And I would bust them. my ass so hard if I oh, tried any of this. So fast. We rode up this big hill, once again, four-lane highway. My parents, so attentive, and so were Jimmy's. And we're riding down, and Jimmy's like, I'm going to surf the bike. So he's going to stand up, put one foot on the on the, on the the seat, mm-hmm. and his other on the front handlebar, and then ride down the rest of the hill. I don't know what you're doing. Well, or not. <laughs> and we're riding, and I'm pedaling next to him, and he goes, all right, I need a little space. So I like, slow down. And he's going down the hill, and he gets up. And I'm like, oh, shit, he's up. He's up. He's down. <laughs> and that bike wrecked so hard as his back and side slid down a highway. And cars were like, <laughs> the bike hit, popped over his body, and just ka-clang, 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 and rolled down the highway. I thought Homeboy was dead. When he got up, his shirt was almost all the way off. He was bleeding off his back, off his shoulder, off his arm, and off his face. His pants were ripped. He looked like I looked like when I got hit by the car. Difference is, fat kid got hit by a car, a lot of absorption. Just didn't matter. (laughs) Jimmy Perry, skin and bones. Well, I mean, I'm seeing bone on him. I was like, dude, you need to eat some more. We need to get you on on a Jason Jepsen plan. Have you met Chip Little Dog? (laughs) <laughs> he will get you some donuts in the morning. Oh. <laughs> oh man, folks! This is what I think of every time I see cyclists on three sixty. You would have to be just—you'd have to be crazy mm-hmm. to ride your bike on a highway. Yeah, oh, it's 20, Texas. 30, 40 miles an hour. Oh, right 60, by 70, and, Yeah, like, people yeah. aren't paying attention. You're in Texas. No, they I used to, when I had my um, Cannondale and I lived in Newport, I would ride in traffic. Like, in between cars. Oh, my God. I would never. And, mm-hmm. and it goes, I just, I mean, the streets down there are four lanes, five lanes, six lanes. But it was it was fun. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I never got hit by, it's funny, I never got hit by a car down there. Even my beach cruiser, I'd ride in between traffic because I just want to wait. I didn't want to wait at lights. I didn't want to do all the stuff. I loved it. I don't know. I love riding bikes. I don't have one now because... 
I live in a neighborhood, and I don't know, it just seems wasteful to have a bike. Like, there's no point. I don't know where I'm going to ride. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. Well, and in Texas, people just... In Texas, people... Don't. You're going to wear spandex, and i got to wear some fucked up hat, and with the gloves, and I've got to join a group, and i got to ride yeah. together. And... Easy, Lance. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm in board shorts, and a, and a tank top, and, and a flat brim hat going, hey, guys. I'm like, <laughs> you know what? Bonjour. <laughs> Listen. I just, I laugh. Every time. And half of these people that ride their bikes everywhere, it's like no helmet and earbuds in. Like you're just asking for it if that's your situation. I don't need cars distracting me when I'm trying to ride my bike. <laughs> okay. Uh, Folks, that is the movie Rad. Uh, you can really only find it online. Just type in Rad Movie 1986 and uh, you'll get a whole bunch of links. Don't do the Daily Motion one. Uh, they'll ask for your credit card and say, we're not charging. We just want to know where you live. And that makes sense from some random group. I don't know. Uh, we got this one off of something else. It's pretty easy to find, though. You can also find it on YouTube. Uh, so that's it, you guys. Thanks, Bobby. As always, thanks for the studio love. Mm -hmm. um, Liz, thanks for recommending this movie. Coming in the rad shirt. Yes. 100%. Fantastic. Power move. Power move. <laughs> um, Bobby, thanks for uh, keeping it real, um, high and tight and out of sight with your uh, being a water champ today. Mm -hmm. And Liz, thanks for drinking with me. I always appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks for the drinks. Um, yes. And with that, folks, now you get to listen to my daughter sing about the first time she took a shit by herself. Enjoy. Boom.